1: Good morning and welcome to the golf show from 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. My name is Darren Pritchett from Peoria, Illinois, where the South Bend Cubs will take on the Peoria Chiefs tonight at 730 on 96.1 WSBT. My co-hosts are back in our WSBT studios. We have John Foster, of course. He is the general manager at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, and Tim Firestone, the owner of Blackthorn Golf Course and the Blarney Hole. Guys, good morning to you. How are you?
2: Fine, Darren. Good morning to you. By the way, I'm a big Peoria Chiefs fan. Are you really? No, I'm kidding. I don't. I didn't know
1: they had a team. I, just, I thought you were getting ready to name drop. Well, no, I remember no. in 1985 when.
2: No, I can't help you there.
1: <laughs> well, they're the Cardinals affiliate, so I'm not surprised uh, you're rooting for them.
2: Never mind.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, I'm Maybe a Dayton. Dr- I'm a Dayton Dragon guy. Then yes, they're you the Reds are. affiliate, right?
1: That's does, right, and they've, did they've the Reds never still won the Midwest have, League Championship.
2: Oh, really? Did they still have a farm system? I wasn't sure.
1: <laughs> they do, well, We've already seen the number two overall pick in the draft taken Cincinnati? by the Reds, I heard, Hunter Green, who throws 100 oh, mile yeah. an hour.
2: I assumed, based on their performance recently, the last few years, that their farm system were actually made up of farmers.
1: Is that, <laughs> that not well, true? <laughs> well, they have not done very well in drafting, guys, okay.
2: unfortunately. Anyway, I'm sorry to digress there. We, we didn't That's introduce him okay. yet. So.
1: Well, actually, we, oh, we did, did, but you that's were just right. not paying I was any attention. Over it. So, that's right. That's <laughs> okay. right. Well, we're actually going to give you a chance, John, to outdo the Reds because we're going to have you drafting later on in the program because we've got the Players' Championship next week. So we're going to play our little fantasy golf game where we're going to pick four golfers each, and we'll take the best two scores in each round, and we'll figure out who the champion is. We didn't get to do it for the Masters. We got a late start of the golf show this year, so the Players' Championship's a big deal, so we will do that coming up in just a little bit. Here on The Golf Show, which is brought to you by Blackthorn Golf Club's Blackthorn Cart. For only $99, save up to 80% off the regular rate to play Blackthorn, including cart, all season long. Blackthorngolf.com. The Golf Show also brought to you by Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. Come play like a champion. WarrenGolfCourse.com. By Kurt Outdoor Living. Make plans now to transform your backyard into an oasis. With the experts at Kurt Outdoor Living, by Zolman Tire and Auto Care, voted the best tire store two years in a row, and by Leck Lightner Door, they open all the right doors, residential, commercial, and agricultural. Call 295-6311. Do you want to name drop, John? We always start the show with nope. that. Got anything for us this nah, week? I got
3: nothing. Well, Trump's coming to the South Bend <laughs> next week. Are you sure you
2: guys aren't
1: going to no, play I'm, off together at the one? I'm
2: good. Okay. I'm good with that. No comment. All
1: right. I mean, you could trade a round at Warren for a a round at Trump National?
2: Mm, Yeah, that'd be great. Maybe What does
1: he own over in England? Doesn't he own one of the big... It's in Scotland, I think.
2: It's in Scotland, yeah. I I really don't know. I'm guessing it's called Trump Trump. something. (laughs) 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 Thank you, John. Okay, well, just taking a stab at it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's one of the, the courses that's in the rotation for the Open Championship, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I'm guessing wrong. I... Don't. I don't know my Trump trivia. I guess I'll just, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Well, since you're not going to name drop, I guess we got to start the show. I'm a little disappointed. This is the first time in four uh, weeks we haven't had anything well, to start the let show. Me,
2: let me think. I'm sure it was a I've, slow week. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm sure I've talked to somebody really important this week. I'll, I'll rack my brain while you guys are talking.
1: So pretty good week. Did we get some golfers out of the yeah. golf courses today or this week? Yep.
2: Yeah, it was great. Like a, like a real golf course this week. It was great.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Well, we've got a big week next week. we got the Sawgrass, the Players' Championship. This week, actually, is a really good tournament, the Wells Fargo, and they're playing where the PGA Championship was last fall. Justin Thomas won that championship, and this is a really good golf course. Tiger Woods says it's a whole lot tougher than it used to be. Is the course tougher or is he not as good? <laughs> I don't mean that in a mean way. I don't really mean that in a mean way, but I'm just bringing that up. Hmm. It's a little longer, but it's still kind of the same golf course. I,
2: you know, I know nothing about it. I, I, I've never played it, obviously, and it's, it's an event, for some reason, I haven't watched a lot. And I don't know if it's the timing of the year, and this is the time when we're really busy and stuff, as opposed to the Masters and, and other early events. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think this, and again, I apologize for the lack of knowledge, but I thought this event used to
3: be a part of the FedEx Cup Series. And is the event earlier than it used to be? I don't know.
2: Could be. I really don't know.
1: Is Charlotte, this North I Carolina when, when Rory Whale Hollow, is yeah. that
3: right? And I thought that was a part of that um um FedEx Cup last swing Playoffs. Of, the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Playoffs. Playoffs.
2: Well, I know they're switching around because I know that the one that was in Boston starting next year is going to be at the um TPC in Memphis. Um hmm. Yeah, I okay, can my brother's a member down there. What's the name of it? Anyway, they hold the um what is it, the, the FedEx? Yes. Well, since FedEx is in Memphis, it makes Saint sense. Saint Jude Classic. The, yes, and then they're they're no longer doing the Saint June Classic. Oh. But th- this FedEx event that's coming, it's the third. I think the third in the leg of four, maybe the last one before the the finals. I think the they're going to have a charitable arm that benefits St. Jude's, so they're not losing on the charitable side of things, but I think name-wise I, I don't think they're calling it the St. Jude's but anyway um, that's that so, hmm. okay, that's part gonna, of the rescheduling
1: well, I want to talk about Tiger just for a second, we actually have not talked about him a whole lot, even though he's been a big story, and I noticed that after the second round of his tournament at Quill Hollow, that ESPN was showing his press conference several times during the afternoon so interest is picking up again i know the tv ratings have been up when tiger has played in these tournaments he still hasn't won a major since 2008 and it's been what four or five years since he's won a tournament now he's been stuck on 79 for quite some time and 14 majors and of course we've Went over and over his off-the-course issues and all the injuries, the back surgeries. And he has come back, and he's had some pretty good tournaments along the way. I guess the Masters was a bit of a disappointment, although I think the odds makers were taking advantage of a lot of people as he was the favorite to win the Masters. I don't think anybody that follows the game of golf realistically felt like that he was the favorite to win. And he finished for 32nd, which is, I think, just about what I expected him to do. So... When you think about Tiger so far this year, he's played better than in past years. He's healthy, that's for sure. And I know none of us are really huge Tiger fans in this conversation. So putting that bias aside, do you see any hope in his game? Are you seeing anything from his game right now that makes you believe that he can be competitive moving forward? I mean, he's still a guy in his lower 40s if he can stay healthy I guess he has a chance but are you putting anything into what we've seen so far from Tiger
3: well I mean this week I don't know if you've watched any of the golf um, at all but his putter is letting him down yeah Mm -hmm. oh, he's hitting the ball okay driving the ball and play for the most part you know he's got the new irons that he put in play this week um so it's more of the putting, which is, mm-hmm. you know, I think he was like eighth in, in strokes gained um, with putting, and then this week he's 120th. So I don't know. I think he puts it all together. I see him winning a turn or two, mm-hmm. but I don't know that he wins another really? major.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I actually well, said his, that for years. It's whack-a-mole. I got his driver straightened out this week. <laughs> his putter goes <laughs> south <laughs> on him. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I agree with Tim that <clears throat> potentially he's got all the tools. To win, it's just a matter of you know when that might happen. Is it in a major? I don't know, and how the other guys are playing because there's so many good players that in any given week, let's say Justin Thomas is playing well, well, that counts him out. It counts Tiger out. If Jordan's playing well, I'm not so sure he can beat these guys head to head. But collectively, you know, if if they're having kind of a down week. As a group or whatever, I can see him slipping in and, and possibly winning. I, I don't know. I mean, by the end of the season, we may look back and say, "Wow, this guy's back to where he was," or we might say, "You know, he needs to hang it up." And I think the jury's still out. And it's more than
3: just the good players that are competing against him. It's the, it's the yeah. young guys that, are, or, or just players that are so good that you've never heard of. I mean, the 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 leaderboard this week is a perfect example mm-hmm. of that. If you look at the top ten. There's a couple of names on that board. I don't even know who they are. I've never heard of them.
1: Yeah. So Why is Malenti?
3: Yeah, I don't know who... I've never heard of them. <laughs> and they're leading the golf tournament. So it just shows you how deep and how talented uh, the PGA yeah. Tour is um, and how hard it is to win on the PGA Tour.
1: And no one is scared of him anymore. I think there was something to the fact when there oh, were I wars there and you saw his name pop up out of nowhere on the leaderboard. It affected guys. These guys... Have no reason to be scared right now of Tiger Woods.
2: They're not scared of each other either, either. Yeah. I and mean, they're no, scared that's of anybody. Yeah. Uh, but that intimidation factor, I think, is definitely gone for him. Until maybe he turns the corner and he's dominant over those guys, I just don't see that happening.
1: John Foster, Tim Firestone, Darren Pritchett, The Golf Show on WSBT Radio. His second round Friday, which was yesterday, he had thirty-three putts and Tiger needed a birdie on 18 just to put himself in position to be on the cut line. When Tiger was dominant, no matter how he was hitting the ball, guys, if he was putting, he was pretty much impossible Mm -hmm. to beat. But he says that on faster greens, that's when he putts the best. He was surprised at Quail Hollow this week, the greens were so slow. Mm -hmm. They're a lot slower than apparently they were for the PGA Championship last fall and he says hey i struggle on grains that are not as fast well it showed with the 33 putts on friday are you surprised a guy of his caliber that's always been considered a great putter one of the great clutch putters of all time that he has so much trouble putting when the greens are slower he said after the second round he went into the second round wanting to hit the ball harder and by doing so, he just pulled everything, leading to so many missed putts.
2: There is a larger margin for error if you're hitting uh, harder putts because one normally takes the putter back further. And therefore, the you know, the odds of not hitting it squarely or pulling it or getting your path off, I guess, are greater. Although I think we're dealing in eighths of inches with these guys as opposed to, you know, a foot. Mm-hmm. um I don't know if i i mean i understand that completely. he's such a good putter though i am not so sure that was the case before mm-hmm. i don't, i never heard him make an excuse about the greens being too slow right but uh, in his heyday and again i i could be wrong and and lastly uh, thirty three putts isn't good <laughs> 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 so i need to recalibrate my thinking there so i don't know tim what do you think i know i usually hover around 40 but so yes. Yeah.
1: well i i thought when we play with john anything within six feet is good and we move right along is there a key for just the average golfer when you play on greens that are slower do you have to set up different do you do something different when you putt i mean i know you have to hit it harder i i'm looking for something more mechanical than that
2: i got nothing other than hit it harder harder. yeah yeah i I don't think so darren i mean uh, you don't want to change your putting stroke you may want to lengthen it uh just see it's funny
1: i just remember as a junior and i don't know why this stuck in my head and maybe it was bad advice and i'm probably going to hear this was bad advice (laughs) but i remember hearing that from someone that taught me at a young age that when you had a longer putt, spread your feet farther apart, and even on greens that are slower, just spread your feet a little farther apart because you're going to have to hit the ball harder and it gives you more balance. Is that ridiculous?
2: Well, if you're swinging so hard at a putt that your balance is an issue, you probably got the <laughs> wrong sport. <laughs>
1: But you're playing the wrong golf course. See, yeah. that's why I don't play golf anymore, then. Well obviously, you're talking right? to
2: some guy that had no clue and that's the first thing that came into his head. That would
3: be
1: my guess. <laughs> I gotta earn this twenty five bucks fee here. What exactly. I, what can what I do come I tell up with? what
3: do I tell this kid? Yeah. The only time I've heard about getting a wider stance
2: when you're putting is if it's
3: really windy yeah, when Wind you're trying go. not yeah. to move all around, yeah. but
2: never on slow green. <laughs> if balance and balance and putting really shouldn't go together. I know there's a weight distribution thing there, but if you're losing your balance, folks, and when you're putting you've drank too much.
1: <laughs> and you might be a redneck. That's,
2: that's true.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. So there, we've taught everybody something. Don't put your feet farther right. apart right. when you're putting. So that's no good. That's right. All right, back to Tiger for a second. He put in his tailor-made irons this week. Of course he's been a, a long time user of Nike clubs. Nike of course going away from the golf club industry so he's got these tailor-made irons so it's not like he's just picking up some irons at the manufacturer he's been in the fitting centers and they've been working on finding the perfect fit for tiger so this is a little different than joe smith going down to the shop to get some clubs but is this a unique time for him to change irons in the middle of a season kind of halfway in between the masters and the us open isn't this something you do during the off season?
3: That's a good question. I don't know what the timing was. That's why I'm I mean, there must have been something he didn't feel like he was getting out of the, the current irons. And, I mean, we, this is also different. This is not going to get fitted yeah. by a golf professional yeah. at, at a golf course. This is him designing yeah. the yeah. entire iron, yeah. the shape of the toe, the, the, the top line. And, I mean, that's how much he's in tune with his swing and his ball striking. That he, he Every aspect of that iron is he, he was designing.
2: Yeah, Which is pretty incredible. It, yeah, my guess is that tailor-made iron he's got when all said and done is going to look a whole lot like a Nike iron because that's where he had all of his success. And like Tim said, the, the prototypes that some of these guys play are not the same clubs that we get, even though they may have the same model number on them. Uh, most of them are, are are different because they can tweak different things about them. But I, I'm I'm with Tim. I think it's probably a custom made, tailor made, um, and switching in the middle of the season. I I don't know. I, it's weird. The yeah. one thing I heard him say is though this was a
3: much more difficult process than when he went from Titleist to Nike because mm. he was able to hit so many more balls then than he can now. So mm. you know, it, it's a little bit trickier when you're not hitting you know five thousand golf yeah. balls a day. So.
1: I, is it coincidence that Tiger went from Nike to TaylorMade and Tim Firestone went from Nike to TaylorMade?
2: Oh, that's not a coincidence. No, yeah, that was all planned up by the yeah. marketing team. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, <laughs> a two-for deal. Unless Tim went, they weren't going to go yeah. with Tiger, and that's vice right. versa. So they both agreed, and there you go. Hmm. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Tim and mean. Tiger. It just—it sounds like a sitcom on NBC this fall. I Tim and we, Tiger. I,
3: I bet we'd have some fun together. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd have a zest for living, I guess. You can learn a lot from Tiger, apparently. Well, in terms, of, I'll move right along real quick from that. Thank you. In terms of amateurs just changing clubs, is that a big deal? I mean, is that something that takes some time? Is that just something you have to go to the driving range and kind of figure it out? Is if that the best thing to do? If you're buying
2: them for me, it's good to change about any time. Um, otherwise. <laughs> Buy them somewhere else. Wait till the Through end of the, the season. Two to three times a season <laughs> exactly. is preferred, whether you need oh them or my not. Oh gosh! Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't see many amateurs bagging it mid-season. That's in this area here. And the other question: If you're in Florida, yes, because your season is 365. But up here, we see most of the activity on new clubs, whether it be fitting. Or demos and stuff coming in the, the winter months, actually, starting in January, February, March, trying to gear up for things. And then the other period, Darren, would be at the end of the season, mm-hmm. when a lot of the retail outlets have the clubs on sale and stuff. You see some activity there, too. Uh, but as far as mid-season, we sell very few clubs. We don't sell full sets. People come in and want a new three-wood, a new hybrid, a new driver. Mm-hmm. But as far as switching completely their whole set of irons, I do not see that mid-season.
1: Hmm. So Tim, this may be an odd question. Maybe this is a nosy question, but with all the Nike clubs and stuff, what did you do with all the excess merchandise? Are you still trying to sell some of it? Does it just go away? Does Nike take it back? How does that work?
3: Nike, uh, t- you know, took it back. They still have uh, a strong presence on the apparel side, so they didn't want to do anything to disrupt the accounts in their locations. So they were really good about taking all the product back.
1: No kidding. Good. I'm happy to hear that. All right, so one more thing on Tiger. What is your outlook for the majors? There are three majors left, so let me ask this question first. Do you think Augusta was his best chance?
2: Mm, I where do they play in the open this year? A Carnusti? Where is it? I, don't I can know. look
1: that up as you're speaking. I I forgot. Let me That look. would
2: be and the the PGA oh, Ch- Reeve, is a yeah, PGA championships in Saint Louis. That's a tight golf course. I would say the British, the Open Championship, not, Carnoustie. Yeah, right. I'd say that.
1: I think you have to kind of eliminate the U.S. Open, just uh, from the yeah. standpoint, driving the ball is always going to be a challenge for him, and I don't know what the length of the rough is going to be at Shinnecock, but with his back, I you know I just I yeah. don't know how that he's holds gonna up. I his,
2: just, he's going to get his fast greens. I know that
1: they're going to well, be that's really for slick. Sure. I just felt like Augusta was his best chance because he knows the golf course like the back of his hand. He knew where to hit it, and you're not going to get penalized as much if you spray the ball all over the place. So I kind of felt like that maybe was his best chance to win this year.
2: It it could be, yeah. Yep. Okay.
1: Fair enough. I want to talk about Sawgrass just for a second. Am I right, Tim? You played Sawgrass?
3: Uh, Yes, years and years ago. Yep. Yep. They've made many changes to the golf course because since. of Tim. Actually,
1: mm-hmm. yep. yeah, 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 yeah. was it an enjoyable place? Yeah, to play.
3: It's, it's great. It's a great golf what did course. You like a lot about of fun. It? I mean, it's a lot of different shots. A lot of different looks. Um, it's pretty playable, actually. Um, and uh, obviously, just that experience of the seventeenth hole, uh, and then in you know the eighteenth hole, the whole vibe and beautiful, huge, massive clubhouse. I mean, it's a great facility. There's no doubt about it.
1: Is it a course that... Is it pretty wide open sometimes? It's hard to tell on TV.
3: Yeah, it's... it's I, I mean, it's not wide open. I would never mm-hmm. use that term. But it, I don't think it's as tight as it looks um it was on TV. And also, back when I played, I was hitting it a lot straighter than I do now. <laughs> so maybe that's why. But, no, I think it's just a very enjoyable, fun, playable golf course. Now, obviously, the conditions that we were yeah. playing on were different than tournament time. You know, with the greens there, probably run 12 or 13 on the stint mm. meter instead of 9 or 10 for regular play. But... Um. Uh, no, it's, it's 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 I think it's one of those golf courses that um, can um, provide great challenges for uh, a a a PGA tournament, but at the same time, then also be playable for uh, the regular public, which is important to do. It's like uh, playing Bethpage Black. I mean, when you play Bethpage and you play the all the way the mm. black tees that, that they're playing at seventy five hundred or seventy six hundred yards, that mm. is. Obviously a very, very huge challenge. But then, you know, they're playing probably 40,000 rounds a year there with a regular public playing from, you know, 64 or 500. It's probably a lot more enjoyable.
1: So what do you remember about standing on the tee at the 17th, the Island Green?
3: What do I remember about it?
1: Yeah, I mean, was it intimidating, or was it just another hole for you?
3: No, I think it was just the excitement of getting to play after seeing it all these years on TV and actually hitting the shot. And, I mean, again, it was only playing 130 yards or something, so pitching wedge. I hit the green, didn't hit it in the water. That was great. So, um, But it's just uh, experiencing something that you've watched on TV for all this time and then actually being there is. I mean, that's kind of the, the excitement of it all.
1: I would assume when you're walking down 16, the par 5, you kind of glance over at that island green. I'm sure that's got to be a pretty good view.
3: Yeah, it's unbelievable. Beautiful, beautiful.
1: All right, so that's on the list of things to, to do if you're a big golf fan. But I'm sure it's probably pretty costly to play sawgrass. I'm sure the 17th hole probably adds a couple hundred dollars <laughs> to the green's fee to play there, honestly.
3: I, I don't know what the fee would be. Yeah, like. but I, bet, I mean, it's probably 250 to $350 yeah. for sure.
1: So, in terms of the players' championship and what it means, do you feel like this is just as important as a major?
2: I don't know. The do players say that. And and because I think, some I think of the, the players purse would is say that it's more of a major than the PGA Championship. Yeah, I I I mean the promos and stuff make it sound like it's the best major when it isn't a major. And I I'd be curious if, if the purse is the largest. I think it is of any of the other events, oh, even the major championship. I think so too, and it usually has the best field as well. It, it's the strongest field yeah. I know. So my guess is that you know, if one were to use that metric, I guess, in terms of the purse and uh, and the strength of the field to determine majors, I think that definitely would be a major. The the issue, though, Darren, I think is, you know, from a tradition standpoint, it's really hard to change, because you know the Big Four used to be the US Am, the British Am, Mm -hmm. the US Open, and the Open Championship. Mm -hmm. That was the the Grand Slam back when Bobby Jones played. Uh, That has obviously changed, uh, you know, throwing the it was more amateur, professional combined. Right. And so that switch was made back in the 30s. To make a switch again and to add a fifth major, quite frankly, when I hear the LPGA has five majors, I know. it kind of diminishes the, the value of a major, I think. Yeah.
3: Well, and you kind of lose track of them yeah, on the LPGA. Yeah, every, every, every week.
2: Yeah, yeah. It seems, and I can't... Well, the, tour, I mean, the Champions uh, Tour has five as well. Oh, do they? Yeah. I certainly can't name those, that's right. Yeah. Sure.
1: I mean, on the LPGA, I think the Nabisco is always the big... Big tournament. Dinah Shore was always involved with that many, many moons ago. But you know they have the LPGA Championship. But I don't know if I can name the one in France is
2: a major now. Evian, the Evian.
1: Evian. Oh yeah,
2: Uh, Evian Masters. And then I think we got the U.S. Open. He has the Open Open, obviously. And there's one more. And then Women's
1: PGA now. Oh, that's that's right. That's it. Women's Open Championship.
2: Yep. Yep. So there you go. Well,
1: in terms of this Players Championship, I mean honestly, the field's better than the U.S. Open. It's a lot better Mm -hmm. than the the U.S. Open. Now, I love the U.S. Open, but but don't get me wrong.
2: Why why it's stronger? It's all professionals, whereas the Open has
1: qualifying. Yeah. And that so, makes a big, big difference. Yeah. All right. So that's what's coming up this week. We got the Players' Championship at Sawgrass. So in honor of that, we're going to have a little Players' Championship Pick'em contest. And we will do that coming up next after we take a quick timeout on the golf show. Brought to you by Blackthorn Golf Club's Blackthorn Card, Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, Kurt Outdoor Living, Zolman Tire and Auto Care, and Luck Lightner Door from 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. The golf show continues on one WSBT. The sports leader, Tim Firestone, John Foster, Darren Pritchett with you on this Saturday morning. We're going to get to the Players' Championship Fantasy Draft in just a second. Guys, we have the Kentucky Derby later today. And I'm looking at the names and I'm trying to find a horse for you guys. I mean, Free Based Drop Billy. Name. That's kind of like, you know, John dropping, you know, from the hazard. Three times. Yeah. Oh, Free Drop or Three Drop. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Promises fulfilled. Does that match either one of you guys? No, not even close. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. the ne- The next one's Flame Away. <laughs> no. We better. No.
3: We better get Asshole. to the goal, that one.
1: No. Well, what about Uh-oh. Audible? Yeah, I like that. That's, that's kind of like a uh, you know a redo for yeah. the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good magic. No, nah, it's not really you guys. Justify. That's like the big horse. Apparently, three to one. Mm. Maybe, Foster, this is you, Lone Sailor. No, afraid no. not. No. no. <laughs> We're going to find something yet. Uh, let's see. My Boy Jack. I don't know how we worked that in. Oh no. <laughs> Magnum Moon. That sounds like a vodka. Or a, a
2: really big guy drop. Yeah, that would say the vodka.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Combatant. I mean, that's that's like the sound of Tim hitting a drive. Combatant. Boom. You know. Yeah, I don't think any of these names really work out. Well, can't find cute. horses for you guys.
2: It's okay. We'll wait till the Breeders' Cup. I'm sure there'll be something come along. Or maybe the uh, we'll just do the Triple Crown and Preakness and yep. Belmont and see what comes out.
1: I think, just in honor of you guys, I'm just gonna I'm gonna pull for number four, Flame Away. I think we'll just uh, we'll we'll put our efforts behind him. How about that? He's thirty to one. So if we win, oh wow, yeah, that'd be a big he's, hit. He's one of the most experienced horses in the field, which means he's old. Well, he's not old. I guess he's got to be a three-year-old. Yeah, but, right. Yeah, he's five and two and nine starts. And he finished sixth in his only race at Churchill Downs. So, see, no one expects anything out of him. Kind of like our show. No one expects anything big, (laughs) and and they get rewarded. (laughs) See? That's why Flame Away is our guy. All righty. All right. Place your bets. Place your bets. Okay, let's get to some real drafting here. Players' Championship this week. So we're each going to pick four golfers. And each round, the top two scores from our team will be our team score. Best score wins after four rounds. And we decided to go in the order of beauty this time. Mm-hmm. So John will pick first, then Tim, and then me. And then we'll do the snake order, and we'll kind of go from there. Kay. Okay? Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. All right, so th- I feel like this is the Henrik Stinson John Foster, as always, selection coming up very, very soon. Maybe he'll surprise us. I don't know. Maybe he will not go with Henrik. You're trying you to take me
2: into a taking long time. Henrik Stinson in my first pick? I, no, that's not going to happen.
1: Oh, I would never ask you to do that.
2: No, I'm going uh, to go with uh, Justin Thomas. I'm taking him right off the board from
1: the get go. The number two player in the world right now. Okay. PGA champion. Got beat by Mickelson down in Mexico. I'm sure that scarred him for a, a while, but he's going to be your guy. Yeah. All right, so Justin Thomas is number one. So, Tim, you get the next choice. Rory McIlroy. Okay. Playing really good golf right now. Why does everybody get so worked up when he says something in the media? He's well, like honest... that was honest a big
3: statement. I read it for the first time. I mean, if you're on one of the other majors, you're going to be offended by that. And he's a champion of the, both of those majors, obviously.
1: He, so tell people what he said, basically. Paraphrase. He basically
3: said that the Masters is the biggest and only tournament in the world that anybody cares about. It was basically what he said. I mean, he didn't say in those exact words, but basically saying that's how big it. That's how big the Masters is. And that's how big it is to him in winning that tournament. And really, that's the only tournament that, that matters, is what he said. Kind of hard to spin that one positively, though. He tried yesterday to yeah. come back and bounce back from it, but it mm. was a little. I, I I could see how people would not take that the right way, especially
2: well, the USGA. And it's, it's actually a good thing that he didn't say that it was the US Open because he probably wouldn't be invited back to Augusta.
1: Well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he said the Masters is the most important tournament to me. Yeah,
2: that's totally different, Yeah.
1: And I don't know if that's what he meant to say. Yeah, well. um, well, Yeah, that wasn't the gist of it. Okay, fair enough. I didn't hear the actual comment. I read it. Sometimes if you hear it, it's different than when you read it, but I don't think there's any way to spin this one. (laughs) But boy, he's a lightning bolt sometimes. The stuff he says Mm -hmm. becomes stories for a good amount of time. All right, so... Tim goes with Roy McElroy, who is number seven in the world right now. Mm-hmm.
3: And it's his birthday today, too, so oh, there you another go. reason to pick him.
1: Okay, very good. <laughs> or yesterday, one of the two. <laughs> Something like that. All right, so well, i got some pretty good guys to choose from. He left me number one, number three, number four, number five, and number six in the world. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just go ahead and go with Dustin Johnson. Okay. Just because. I don't know. I can see him winning the Players' Championship. How about that for analysis?
3: Sounds legitimate.
1: (laughs) And I was going to pick Justin Thomas, but he's gone. So, you know what? I'm just going to go with good old Jordan Spieth. We'll go with the American team here, which in years past has not worked out for me very well. But I'll go Mm -hmm. with Dustin Johnson and Jordan Spieth, number one and number four in the world as my first two picks. So now in the snake draft, we go to Tim for his second-round pick, you have the voiceless Roy McElroy on your team. Who would you like to add? His buddy,
3: Captain America, Patrick <laughs> Reed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Captain America. That is a great name. <laughs> Patrick Reed, he is now number 10 in the World Golf Rankings, coming off the victory at Augusta National, so he's got to be feeling good right now. All right, so McElroy and Reid. Boy, see, you're going for the guys that always bring up something in the media to get everybody fired up.
3: I like that little edginess to them, you know?
1: That's yeah, There's a little edginess to your game, too. I like that. <laughs> And now we go to John Foster. I don't know how to describe you, John. Sorry. No, uh,
2: that's okay. I'm
1: indescribable. Tim, do you have anything to describe him? <laughs> Legend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Legendary. Yeah, the man. you yep. the, the man. <laughs> <You're> the man. <laughs> All right, the man. You have Justin Thomas on your team. Who would you like to add?
2: I'll put John Rahm on next. Hmm.
1: Yeah, he's a guy that's fun to watch. He
2: really he's is. He's just
1: different. He's not your swing the club, hit it bad, put it nicely back in the bag. He's, I mean, he gets ticked off. He's the
2: reincarnation of Severiano Ballesteros. Yeah, he, he really gets is. Fired up. He he that's really Spanish. does. And I, and they they beat him up over it, you know, Peter Costa's yeah. and, but why? and these guys. I I mean there's there's a there's a line you can cross and I think he crossed it a few times early on, but Jeez, God forbid if somebody shows some emotion when they're well, playing. Well, I think golf. everybody's
3: wired differently. Everybody yeah, exactly. needs different motivation. Well, you know, and I think yeah. he just responds to that. And and this Tyrell Hatton—I don't know if you guys ever watched him mm. play—he's the same way. Oh my I mean, God, yeah. a, he does. He gets fired up. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what they need. Yeah. Everybody says, "Well, if you get that way, you can't get your no. head on straight." But no, I don't know.
1: Well, I just don't get. And and I'll use an example and I'm sorry to go back to being a Cardinal fan, but Carlos Martinez, their starting pitcher, for years, oh, he's got to keep his emotions mm-hmm. intact or he's never going to be a good pitcher. you got to be who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in showing up the opposition. I don't believe in taking a bat to the Gatorade machine like Carlos Zambrano did many <laughs> moons ago. I, I think that's a little ridiculous. But, And I think also the way Tiger used to just absolutely just f-bomb and going Mm. across the television i mean i know you get ticked off and you say things but it happened a lot but i don't understand why john Rome has to be just a different person than who his personality is he's got to be who he is or i think it's very difficult to perform if you're not acting the way you feel like you should
2: well he's not going to (laughs) conform i don't think good Good for for him
1: i agree I mean, you know what? We need some villains in golf. That's why Patrick Reed's kind of good for golf. He kind of had that villain thing going on, even though he's Captain American. That's a good guy. But he had that little villain thing going. Colin Montgomery, yeah, the ultimate villain who made bad comments about American golfers. And a lot of American golf fans took issue with him in person and would taunt him and stuff. That's good. We yeah. can't have everybody that just all nicey nicey yeah. and and all perfect. I mean, Jordan Spieth is great, but at the same time, I don't want a hundred Jordan Spieths. No, I agree. I miss Seve. Seve was a lot of fun.
2: He was he was quite the player.
1: And I don't know, have we seen a shot maker better than him since?
2: <sighs> mm, I don't know. Part of that or shot creativity. making. creativity. Well, part of that shot making is he hit it so <laughs> crooked that he got in yeah. places nobody else had been. Um, short game wise, when Tiger was on, was on, he was. True. I
1: think he was as good. I guess I probably should say his creativity was. Yeah, and unmatched. he had to be.
2: Yeah, no, I, I don't had... disagree with you there, Darren.
1: Okay, so John, you've got Justin Thomas and you've got John Rahm, players two and three in the world. Who is your third selection for the um, Players Championship?
2: Tommy Fleetwood. Whoa, whoa! I like that guy. He's
3: I got a good golf
2: swing. it's really it's solid, really solid. I could see him working his way up the top list of the he, players of the year. I mean, he's our, yeah, he just doesn't idea. have bad events. It doesn't seem to be. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, You like his hair, too? Yeah, although I hope he wins so he can maybe get some dental work done. So, oh, i never nursing his teeth. <laughs> he's angry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's standard equipment.
1: So <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm getting a text. Breaking news, John Foster has just lost his invitation to the Royal Wedding. <laughs> Yeah, that, Prince with, Harry with is uh, a big Tommy people. Fleetwood fan, and you have now been removed from the list.
2: God yeah, that's a little bit too broad a statement. I, uh. I apologize to everyone that I <laughs> every English listener, of which Foster is a very English name. So,
1: Queen Elizabeth online. It was my three. Irish
2: side getting even for all those years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <The> pressure. <Prussian.
2: laughs> it was the McCoy coming out of here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that was just as good as a name drop. You don't have to name drop now. That was even better. Yeah. Okay. Glad well, nobody listens. <laughs> well, Tim, I don't know how you follow this, but you've got McElroy and Reed. Who would you like to add to your group? Did some
3: pick Jason Day yet? Nope. They have not. He's ready. He's ready to break through.
1: Number fourteen player of the world.
3: That's Play. shocking.
1: He's I dying really. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he just has to battle that back so much. Yeah. You just never know when it's going to flare up. And he's playing with Mickelson the first two rounds this week, so who knows what that'll do <laughs> to him.
3: <laughs> well, I'm surprised how high Mickelson's rated. I, yeah. You I, know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty <laughs> impressive for yep. an almost 50-year-old guy.
1: 19th in the world? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, he's played pretty well this year.
2: He's he had a pretty win.
1: doggone good. Yeah. Yeah, he's even got a win this year. I know in the second round, watching the Wells Fargo, he missed one of those three-footers. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't done that this year, and that's a big difference. That putt has cost him a lot of money the last few years. All right, so Tim takes Jason Day. I've got Dustin Johnson and Jordan Spieth. You know what? I'm going to go with a guy that's kind of ready to win that first major. He played well at Augusta. Let's go with Ricky Fowler. We'll keep the American thing going.
2: Good pick. Yeah, and he's won it before.
1: He has. There you go. Mm -hmm. And so we're now down to my fourth and final pick. So let's go with my number 19 player in the row. We'll go with Lefty. We'll go with Phil. I always go with (laughs) him as my fourth pick, and he is good for a 65, and he's good for a 78. So I'll just ride those 65s and put up with the 78s. So I've got Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Ricky Fowler, Phil Mickelson as my group. Tim, it's time for your final pick. You have McElroy, Reed, and Day. And your next choice is...
3: Mr. Congeniality, Bubba Watson.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Did you like how Kuchar was slapping him in the face when they played in that tournament down in New Orleans together? Yeah, what
3: was that? That was really bizarre. It reminded yeah. me of that skit on Saturday Night Live when the two guys go to the, <laughs> the disco. What's the... The, uh, oh, of, uh, oh, oh
2: yeah um, oh it's Steve Martin and Dan I was Andrew. thinking
1: Will Ferrell oh, oh
2: I was thinking I forget who it was
1: anyway the Roxbury
3: guys the Roxbury guys yeah
2: oh I was the it was, earlier it was iteration Katane, of
3: that uh, Chris Catane <laughs> and uh, the other guy anyway
1: okay alright we're getting short on time I just realized that oh. John you're up next
2: Mark Leishman good pick the Aussie wow look at you
1: Yeah, Thomas, Rom, Fleetwood, and Leishman. Wow, that's our pick. A hodgepodge. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: my United Nations
1: pick. (laughs) That's where I say we'll consider the source, but I don't want to do that. That would be
2: when it comes to international relationships. So (laughs) relations. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> All right, we'll step aside for just a second. More golf show coming up next from 96.1 WSBT, the sports. John Foster, Tim Firestone, Darren Pritchett, the golf show on WSBT radio, the Sumetra Tour, Four Winds Invitational returns to Blackthorne later on this summer. 2015 winner, Brooke Henderson. This kind of catapulted her to the LPGA Tour winning in 2015. She's ranked 16th in the world as a 20-year-old. She's only made $3.8 million in career earnings. Six career victories, one this year. Tim, I know you're very proud to have her as a champion. Your thoughts on the way she has progressed since winning the Foreman's Invitational three years ago?
3: Yeah, it was an amazing story. We were fortunate enough to, uh, to get her to attend. The timing worked out perfectly to offer her a sponsor exemption. She had no status on the Symmetra Tour. Um, and it's still it, our event was the, the first uh, and only Symmetric tour win she uh, has on her in her career so uh, I wish I would have could have made a deal where I had 10% of her earnings for the rest of her career <laughs> I didn't negotiate that very well but no she's been incredible she had a little bit of a sluggish year um, last year Um but uh, this year she's playing really, really well, and um, um, it's just so exciting to have met her. And, and she could not be a, a more kind and generous and humble uh, professional and um, really, really proud to have had her as a past champion. Um, and all of our past champions are, are playing on the, on the LPGA Tour How about this year. That? So that's
1: pretty cool to mm-hmm. see as well. And as we look ahead to this summer, what are the dates for this year's Four Winds Invitational at Blackthorne?
3: Uh, June 8th, 9th, and 10th are, are the three days of competition, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So we're I'm still delay. looking for volunteers, by the way. We need a few more. Okay. Um, people can go to fourwindsinvitational.com for information on uh, becoming a volunteer. It's a lot of fun. People enjoy that.
1: Boy, Four Winds has been great for our community, hasn't it?
3: Unbelievable. Um, they've been terrific partners of ours, and uh, to step up and uh, um, to bring an event like this to South Bend is is pretty cool and special, and this will be the eighth year that they've done it. So, um, wow. Wow. Could not be more proud uh, to have them as a partner.
1: How about that? Did you think that this would be still going when you planned this the first year?
3: No, I didn't know that we'd make it through one year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out,
3: and now just... Uh, I wouldn't say it runs like clockwork, but it's certainly a lot easier in year eight than it was
1: in year one. And the community has benefited from this tournament charity-wise. I mean, it's unbelievable.
3: Yeah, almost $500,000 to Beacon Children's wow. Hospital. Um, awesome. So it's pretty neat to see how the community's rallied around this event. It's very fortunate.
1: More details to come on that over the next month leading up to the Four Wins Invitational. When we come back, what's coming up at Blackthorne? And Warren will tell you next on WSBT. The golf show brought to you by Blackthorne Golf Club's Blackthorne Card for only $99. Save up to 80% off the regular rate to play Blackthorn, including cart all season long, BlackthorneGolf.com. By Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame, come play like a champion, WarrenGolfCourse.com. By Kurt Outdoor Living, Zolman Tire and Auto Care, and Leck Lightner Door. John Foster, what's coming up at Warren? This week.
2: I'm just glancing at the, uh, the uh, forecast here. One day of partial rain on Thursday. So we are open for play there, Darren. Trying to get people out. It's going to be beautiful all next week.
1: Number and website?
2: The 631 Golf and it's warrengolfcourse.com.
1: 20 seconds for Tim Firestone at Blackthorne.
3: Same thing. We're open. Black Cor- card is for sale. Great discounts 232 Golf, BlackthorneGolf.com. Come on and see us.
1: Have a great weekend,
3: guys. All righty,
1: thank you, Darren. Talk to you next week. For John and Tim, I'm Darren. This has been the Golf Show from 96.1 WSBT, South Bend, the sports leader.